Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation is going to be a very, very serious conversation, right? Grown folks talk. Dedicated to parents. Dedicated to grandparents. It's going to be prophetic. Big VJ is finna get a family some prophecy. And this prophecy is based on love because not only do I love black people, I love black women. I love my sisters. I love them. I want to see them do well. I want to see them do great things. They are in the greatest country on the planet. The wind is blowing at their back. There's no stopping the black woman in the wilderness of North America. She can do anything. There is absolutely no stopping the black woman. But unfortunately, the biggest hurdle that the black woman is going to encounter in the wilderness of North America is her man. It's the black man. He is going to be the biggest obstacle. He's going to be the biggest hurdle. He's going to be the biggest danger. He's going to be in a way. What do you mean when you say that, Big VJ? Black women, one of the most important decisions you're going to make in this lifetime is mate selection. Who you mate, who you date, who you choose, right? So as a warner, I will have to inform you of this, right? It's unfortunate, but this is real talk. Black woman, if you're dating a man, a black man, I'm talking to teens all the way up to adult women. If you're dating a black man from the ages of 16 to 28, you are on your way. You got a first class ticket to single parenthood. You're on your way. It's unfortunate. It's hard to say it, but you're on your way to single parenthood. You know, the unfortunate thing about human behavior is that, you know, the devil is good at being a, he's a bookkeeper. He's a recorder. And then me and you, as a black man and black woman going throughout our neighborhoods, we can we can actually say we're doing field research. We're taking great observations. We see what goes on in our neighborhood. And some things we see and we act like we do not see. And then some things that we see, 
it's so rapid it's so painful it's so toxic we try to normalize it to get through the day the black man in America has his woman walking around in the free world 72% of black babies is born to unwed mothers that is an ungodly number this is NBC News now this ain't no that's the source I'm using 72% of black babies are born to unwed mothers if you don't know this if you don't know anything I'm going to share this with you numbers is always going to tell the story where there is no story numbers is going to tell the story so like if me and you right if we go down to the uh the tigers game we go see you know baseball game we go see the detroit tigers and they're playing against the cubs right and we walk into the game on the fifth inning bottom of the fifth and it's 10-1 tigers is up those numbers is going to tell us everything we need to know about that game because those numbers are going to be a breakdown First inning, second inning, third inning, fourth inning, fifth inning, and it's a breakdown. And if you see the scores nine to one or ten to one, and you see how many, you know, who got runs in this inning, and it is going to tell you everything you need to know. Just looking at the numbers, you're not you're not going to really miss nothing. You look at the numbers. If we go to the basketball game and go see the Pistons, and the Pistons is playing the Bulls, and we go in at halftime, we walk in real late. The score is seventy five fifty. Detroit is up. Boom. Those numbers going, oh, I could pretty much figure out what was going on in the court. I could figure out who was playing hard, who wasn't, who's dedicated, who wasn't, who made a bunch of mistakes, who didn't. I can look at the score and figure it out. Okay. United States is a media frenzy. There's cameras everywhere. The entire globe is watching how the United States move. So much so that so goes the United States. So goes the rest of the world. And while they're looking at the black man and the black woman, you know what they notice? 72% of black women is walking around here with a child with no husband. That is a reflection on the man. That's not a reflection on the system because the man has the seed. The universe have blessed us as the male species to be a little stronger a little tougher so we can protect the seed the seed is with us so sometimes on this podcast we're talking and we're having a conversation right because some things is culture and when we're having a conversation i encourage black women i said man just go get you an asian brother when i go back to the comments man how you supposed to be conscious brother you tell them black women to go to asian women yeah man i got eyes i can see some things is in the culture and if I want black women to win, I say, well, just go get you an Asian, brother. They winning. The highest earners in the country. And when we're talking about Asian Americans, right? 22% of Asian American women are single parents. Just 22. That means out of a, when you go to the hospital, there's a hundred births of Asian Americans. 22 out of the whole hundred, it's single. The rest, they got knocked up by the... That man married them. He honored them. 
So I just got to paint this picture because listen, it's important that we look at it this way. Check this out. Some things is culture. And unfortunately, in the wilderness of North America, the inner cities are producing black folks in what I call the nigger mentality. Do you know what the nigger mentality means? Okay, I explain it to you. Here on Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, right? The balance of a human, the balance of a man, original man, black man in the wilderness of North America is 50% pleasure, 50% responsibility. That's a balance, right? The nigga mentality means that this man is more interested in pleasure than he is responsibility. So he's going to be 70-30. He's going to be 80-20. He's going to always choose pleasure over responsibility. That's how come you can come outside. Don't you know a nigga will have a shootout with you in your front yard over your over your car? He he can break in your car. You can go out to your front porch and run up. He'll sit out there and have because instead of him going to work, the pleasure, I just take yours. I just take your car. I go in your house and take your TV and steal your stash. Because I don't feel like going to work. Work is like responsibility. I'm a nigga. So I just gonna take the easy way out, which is pleasurable. I don't wanna do 10 to 12 hours of have nothing. I'm gonna stand on the corner with some dope. I don't wanna put a condom on. I'ma have sex with you one time with a condom. Then I'm gonna tell you, I really couldn't feel it. I wanna, baby, I wanna feel all of you. Right? So first of all, you give him sex, that's one thing. But then the sex wasn't good enough because he had he got a condom on. Then he talked you to take the condom off. Now he hitting your raw dog. Raw dog is not good enough because when it comes to splash out or have an orgasm, he's supposed to pull out. He don't want to do that. It's more pleasure if I just leave it in. And then you're going to you guys are going to have a great sexual relationship with this nigga until what you say I'm pregnant. Then boom, everything's finna switch because now that's the responsibility part. He's not there for that. The United States inner cities are great. Nigga mentality making machines. It's culture. It's culture. So what we do, because we're going to talk about some numbers, and we got to have some real talk on this platform. And I I, got to say this. There's a lot of great content creators. They do a good job. They talk about great history, great subjects. But what they do sometimes is they give our people what I call the tickle tickle. Right? It's not no real, real talk. It's some victim talk, you know. The man got his foot on your neck. You know what I'm saying? We got to get the devil to do this and do that. We don't do all that here. Because once we identify the man as the devil, he's the devil. So whatever he do after that, we shouldn't be shocked, right? Well, I'm not going to go out there and be a partaker of a march because the devil shoot. That's what he do. The devil shoot somebody down and I'm going to march the devil. from. I'm going to try to beg the devil from not being the devil. No, I'm not going to do that. But so these content creators, they do this. They give our people what I call black cotton candy. And then it's all kind of cut the check and FBA and ADOS and we looking for reparations and we got the and it's always the next solution. No, the only solution to get our people out this madness is marriage. I had a brother come on the comments one time and talk to me. Hey man, what's the solution, Big VJ? Easy. Get married, stay married, and learn Spanish. Because the Brown brothers and sisters is taking over. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. It's culture sometimes. When these foreigners come over, right? 
They come over from overseas, East India. They come from the motherland, Africa. They come from Europe. They come from different parts of the Asian world. China, Korea, Japan. And then they come over and they say, what? Don't date that black man. Don't date the black man. You know what we say? Oh, man, that's racist. Sometimes, beloved, it ain't racist. It's culture. Because they can see, hey, man, this guy got babies all around his neighborhood. And he's not going to marry anybody. He's not. 72% of his women is walking around single parents. Who's going to come from East India and hook their daughter up with that? That's not the foundation. Check this out. Check this out. The foundation to building a strong nation and country is the family unit. Right? Okay. If you want to see how much somebody loved their people, no matter what ethnicity they belong to, you see what they have for their children. Because their children, I'm talking about ethnicities, their children is that ethnicity's future. How much they invest in their children's development is how much they love their people. Right? Okay, dig that. So we're going to do some numbers, right? Because the children is always, remember, the reflection of how far an ethnicity is going to go. Okay. So if the black man and black woman in America, 72% single parent households, that's a reflection. All right. Now watch this though. Do you know that in the United States that black women have the highest abortion rate more than any other ethnicity in the country? She's leading in abortion. So what does that mean? This guy is addicted to pleasure. He's going to knock you up and he's not going to marry you or he's going to knock you up, possibly threaten you to go do what? Go get an abortion. And why do you want to get an abortion? Because the nigga ain't he ain't hitting on shit. He ain't going to be there. He don't want to be there. It was his decision. He got to see he laying up. He's addicted to pleasure, though. So you're leading an abortion. You're leading in because you're the highest single parent in the country. Right. If we put it in perspective, the so-called white woman is 29 percent. Right. Then our brown sisters, the Hispanic sisters is 53 percent single parent. And then, of course, our sisters leading at the top. And then now dig this. Out of all ages, black American women display the lowest marriage rate more than any other ethnicity in the country. But at the same time, she got the highest divorce rate. Right. So it's like when you start putting all these factors together. The only thing you can encourage your people to say, I got to warn you, if you're dating a black man, now, he got a behavior pattern. It's on the books. We can see it. Everybody else can see it. It's up to parents. This is this is sad now. It's up to parents to warn their daughters, baby girl, if you're dealing with Jamarcus. And he from the age of 16 to 28. There is a strong likelihood that you will be a single mother. Do you want to be a single mother? Because that's all he got for you. That's what the numbers say. That's all he got for you. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, man. We just we just talking some real talk. We talking some real talk, right? And I'm, this is on man time. We talking on man time. You know... In my estimate now, 
You know, you got to be a slimy nigga to meet a female with no children, put a child on her, and don't marry her. Man, you got to be a slimy nigga to do that. I, I got to say this again. I want this to really hit home. Check this out. The way society is set up, how you even meet a woman, is very rarely black women approach their dates, their mates. Normally, the guy pursues the female. He's pursuing you. He's telling you how much he likes you, how much he want to be with you. He's selling you, you know, he's sweet nothings in your ear, right? This nigga lying. Let's just say he's, he's, he's trained to be a liar in his culture. He's trained to tell you all this bullshit to get you on the mattress. That's what... That's what's really going on, right? So he's telling you how much he care about you and all this old kind of shit. And then your relationship go from one level to another level and now you're having sex, right? But you didn't have no kids when you met him. You were single. And then y'all having unprotected sex. So now he's more in the driver's seat because he can feel that orgasm. Listen, us as men, we feel that orgasm. It come way away out. We can feel it way a ways out. But the nigga love pleasure. So he's going to lay up in you, releasing all his seed into you. Impregnate you. And then say, well, no, nah, I want to marry you. I just want to keep. And everything changes after you get pregnant. He's going to start pointing out the way you dress. Oh, I don't like the way you dress. You dress like a thought. Oh, I can't really trust you. Your phone be ringing all the time. He, he's going to tell you he can't trust you. But he's been fucking you raw the whole time. He, he, he's going to start coming up with all these stories about how he can't trust you. You know, you're too fast. You club too much. But that didn't stop him from putting you on the mattress and laying his, putting his seed inside of you. This is a nigga mentality. Pleasure is always going to be at the top. Responsibility always at the bottom. And it goes back to culture. So just when I'm talking, man, I'm talking to my brothers and sisters. What do I do? I use Asian men as an example. Why do I use Asian men? Don't you know these Asian Americans, they grew up in the same inner cities as us? They grew up in Detroit, just like us. They in Philadelphia, just like us. They in LA, just like us. They in Memphis, just like us. You think they watch a different, you know, I got Comcast cable. You think they got a different Comcast with the channels? No, we watch the same thing. We all got the same entertainment. But you know what? When the black man put his old lady down on the mattress and then the Asian man put his down on the mattress, the outcomes is different. One is going to marry his if she get pregnant. One is going to marry his before she get pregnant. Not the other one. He's not going to do it. He got every excuse in the world not to do it. And then he wonders why every ethnicity that comes into the country just passes people up. Single parent household is the foundation for poverty. It's the foundation for poverty. And this nigga will have a nerve because what happens is that, and this is pretty scary, the black man in America have developed a way to have what I call like a, he creates an alternate universe, an alternate reality. You know, he can do this through history, right? So you can see our people, they jump from one ideology to another ideology to, another, you know, he's a Hebrew today, right? And then in these ideologies, he can build himself up. He can quote unquote find himself. And then he believes in Kemet tomorrow. 
then he's an Indian. He's Cherokee. He's this and that. And he's going to jump from that. And three years from now, he'd be something different. He wants to be everything but responsible. Because these ideologies is a way that you could kind of manipulate your mind that you're doing something. But the most important thing of family, you're not doing that. History is great. It's an add on. You add that on to family life. But a nigga with two or three baby mamas or he got two kids and he ain't married talking about he trying to find it. No, you don't need to find the knowledge of yourself. You need to go to some therapy, get you some counseling, put your family together, beloved. You don't need to. This history thing is the last goddamn thing you need, beloved. But see, the standard is so low for our people. So you got to warn your daughters. Listen, if you're 16 to 28, baby girl, you're going to be pregnant. That nigga going to knock you up. He's not going to marry you. You're going to be the one at the bus stop with the stroller, with the two kids. It's raining outside. Or you running around catching Ubers with your babies. It's all on you. The doctor's appointments are on you. The dentist appointments are on you. When you got to go get little man in school, little TT in school, it's all on you now. It's not on him. The, the bar is set low for the black men in America for fatherhood. Hey, yo, we talking real talk. I got to be a warning to our people. I love black women. I'm going to tell you how it really is, black woman. A nigga in America will poke his chest out and say he's a good father. Do you know what that means when a nigga is saying he is a good father? Do you know what that really means? That means he's on child support. He's on child support, right? Or he worked out some monetary agreement with his baby mama and he give us something every now and then. He would poke his chest out and say he's a great father. Okay. The foundation of fatherhood is pushing your generation that you created out of your loins further into the future. You're pushing them further into the future. So development is the most important thing, right? But this nigga again, he poking his chest out. He's a good dad. Which means in reality is that, baby girl, I'm telling you how this finna work. You have a baby by homes, that nigga ain't gonna have no money for college. He's not gonna do it. Niggas don't save money for their kids for college. They don't do it. In fact, I do you one better. I give you some numbers. The black man in America from 16 to 28, father, ain't married, single, right? This nigga would spend more money on Comcast cable than he would his child education. He's not going to do it. He's not going to invest in his child education. Ask the nigga who is child. Just ask him. You, you meet any single parent father in America, any baby daddy, and you ask him, he, what's, what kids? What school do your kids go to? Once he tell you, say, man, what's your kid's favorite teacher? He don't know. What's your kid's favorite subject? He don't know. What's your kid pediatrician name? He don't know. What's your kid's dentist name? He don't know. He's not interested. But if you come right back around and pull that same nigga to the side and say, hey, man, tell me about the Lakers. He can tell you all about LeBron James, how many points he got, how many points he need to, you know, break a uh, Kareem's record. He could be the all-time scorer. He can break down Steph Curry. He can tell you about Tom Brady. See, he's interested in the devil sports entertainment arena. He's not interested in his children. Ask this nigga over the course of his child's school development. I'm talking about 
the development ages K through 12. Hey man, how many how much time do you spend with your kids every day on uh, on homework? He doesn't. Hey man, when the last time you bought your children a new book so you want them to learn something? He doesn't do that. He's going to the bar after work. He's not interested in his children's development. This is what our women got to choose from. This is the average nigga in America. Do you think our babies is going to be able to compete with these foreigners that's coming over now? It's no way possible. Niggas think they can single parent way they out of a hole. It's not going to happen. You're not going to single parent your way out of poverty. So what we can do is build, build, build on our future through the foundation of family. You got to have man, wife, child all in the same household. That's the only way out this jam. That's it, beloved. That's it. There's no. Hey, man. It's it's crazy that you can meet a nigga with three kids. Right. Ask him how many parent teacher conferences he went to. Ask him. He can go to the school right now. He's not on the emergency contact list. The folks at the school don't even know this nigga. These, I'm talking about, and these are the guys poking their chest out saying they're the good fathers. The deadbeats are the deadbeats. They not, I'm not included. I'm talking about the ones that saying they take care of my children. I'm a good dad and all this. That nigga. He's not on the emergency contact list. The, those teachers don't have his cell phone number. They don't have his email address. They don't have his contact. If they don't know this nigga. How are your kids are going to compete? No money for college? How are they going to compete? What are they going to do? Oh, I got it. They just going to get up and get a job like you, bro. I get it. I get it. And you're going to want to compete with who? <laughs> Black woman, you better wake your ass up. You better wake your ass up. Parents, you better wake your ass up. Summertime coming up. Hmm? Summertime coming up. Idle time. These kids finna get out of school for the summer. They're getting out of high school. They're getting out of college. They're going to have some free time on their hand. Man, it ain't nothing worse than having a daughter that you know she's a good one. She's running around with this jit. He's smiling. He's always calling. You goddamn, you come home from work. Hard day's work. He's sitting on your couch, smiling in your daughter's face. And all of that is great. But when you fuck with a nigga... When your daughter get pregnant, it all of a sudden is going to change. What that's that child is going to interrupt his his pleasure. You can never get between a nigga and his pleasure. He's not going to let that happen. He's he will fight you to get back to his pleasure. Mr. Muhammad said it this way. He said our people is full of poison and rust. Our people is full of poison and rust. I don't know no other way to tell you. Man, I love you. But I don't want to be the guy that summertime is coming up. And just when little TT is doing good in college and she's, you know, she didn't made the dean's list and all that. And before you know, boom, man, TT's pregnant. She got to come home and all this. Okay, well, look, what buddy at? He dropped out too. Well, what he's no, he got a new girlfriend. A nigga would have a new girlfriend. This is this, this is some sick shit. A nigga 
will impregnate one girl and have another girl on his arm before the other girl even have the baby. This toxic shit have become so normal to us. And the whole world is laughing at us. I ain't even talk about the STD rates. I haven't even talked about the STD rates. We better wake up, man. <laughs> Shit, we better wake up, man. It's gonna get dark and dim out here. Black woman, I wouldn't tell you this if I didn't love you. It's a lot of brothers. I might get some kickback, but they know I ain't lying. Because you know what I'm talking about? If I'm not talking about them, I'm talking about their cousin. If I'm not talking about their cousin, I'm talking about their brother. And you know what? We won't correct each other. See, that's the that's why the thing about black men, you kind of you gotta stop fucking with us because we don't correct each other. We're gonna put everything on you. Oh, you should have chose a better man, baby. You should have picked a different guy. Instead of us pushing the guy that's we always with to be better, we blame the woman. For going through her natural instinct of attraction. If you open your mouth as a man, your man, your word should be your bond. I, everybody ain't got time to be going through this. You, you, you all of a sudden, you like the devil. You become the master of technology. You so used to lying to black women that she got to kind of try to sift out what's real and what's the. Just, but see, we're not going to hold each other accountable for that. Niggas don't do that. Niggas don't do that. They don't hold each other accountable. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you some cold shit and I'm gonna let it go because I ain't finna get on no, no kick like that. But I'm gonna just say this, man. I can't even all my partners is married. All of us, man. All of us married to our kids' mother. I can't fuck with no nigga that got two, three baby mamas. What do I look like hanging with a nigga with two, three different baby mamas? Man, that shit's so sick to me. I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit. Is there salvation in that? Yeah. Is that is there redemption in that? Yeah. The redemption is this. Bro, if you got two, three baby mamas out here, hey, man, you owe it to yourself, man. You owe it to your people to go get one of these women that got three kids, too, and you take her on, you marry her. That's how you clean up your mess. No, you don't need, you got two baby mamas. No, you don't need no woman that ain't got no kids, bro. You didn't mess these other two women up. You go get you somebody that got two kids already. Let's create a, a blended family. And I I, I I gotta just, I can't, <laughs> I can't close out without saying this. You niggas trust your baby mama to pick another man over your children? How sick is that, bro? These niggas is freaks. They nasty out here, man. Your daughter, 10, 12, 14, 16. She stay with your baby mama. Your baby mama at work, but the boyfriend is at the house. You a sick nigga if you allow that, dog. Something wrong with you, bro. Your daughter's over there. What you do? Bro, what are you doing? You know what Big Mama told me? Big Mama told me some cold shit. She said, you know, in my day, you couldn't trust men around your daughters. She said, but VJ, they don't want them girls no more. They want them boys. 
I'm finna tell you guys a horror story. I'm gonna leave something on your brain, right? My cousin is an educator. He worked for the public school system. He's an educator. He's a teacher, right? And his co-worker got a troubled student. Troubled student, right? Student always doing some shit. He always in some shit. You know what I mean? Just typical bad. You know, our, our young men got a lot of energy. That shit typical. Well, how his co-worker, who was also a teacher, how he handled the situation is he always write little man up. He get little man detention. He get detention one time, two times. He get detention the third time. But they got some kind of weird policy now. Like after three times, can't give you no more detention. They got to suspend you, right? And little man is smart enough to know we're talking about fifth or sixth grade. So he's smart enough to know if he gets suspended, now mama is going to be, you know what I'm saying? She's going to be included now. He can kind of hide. A lot of these kids, they hide through the detention. They can go back and forward somebody's signature and then just stay at the school for an hour. Ain't nobody going to know. Nobody going to really pay attention, right? But the suspension is a little more difficult to hide that because adult got to bring you back, sit down, counseling session, the whole nine. So dig this. So little man thought he was going to get handed another detention. He didn't. That detention is suspension now. It was suspension paperwork. So he goes back to the teacher that wrote everything up. Oh man, please, you know, please don't suspend me, man. I, hey man, please, I, I, I can't, I can't get suspended. Please don't suspend me. And hey, little man, you know, you know, the teacher talks to me, hey, little man. This is what it is. And the, and the, the little boy, twelve or thirteen years old, had the nerve to tell his teacher. He said, man, if you let this go, man, I'll suck your dick. So now my cousin's co-worker, he's blow. He said, what did you say to me? He said, man, just I'll suck your dick, man. I, if you just get take this off of me, I'll suck your dick. Now, this is a masculine, masculine little boy. This ain't no, he ain't no feminine young dude. He's masculine. Okay. The teacher takes him to the principal's office. The principal pull in the school counselor. They talking to little man now. What's up, baby? Everything good? They, the counselor working, working on him. He comes out to say, well, I, I do this, you know, to my mama's boyfriend from time to time because this is what he likes. Now, that's a story for your ass, bro. And I'm sitting back hearing the story crushed and all I can think of is Adam where are thou where is your dad at bro where is your father at oh I forgot he he wasn't ready for marriage he knocked your mom up he went on about his business he and you just out here with no protection and a predator is in your home but your father should be over your home for but he's not fucking there, bro. We have the audacity in our neighborhood to say who's a thought and all of this. And one of our next conversations, beloved, they had a bad bitch contest. In one of these cities, they had black women lined up, bad bitch contest. And we act like we don't know that sexual assault leads to promiscuous behavior. They go hand in hand. And we keep seeing all these women freaks and they want to bust it wide open. And the men are freaks. Something happened to them. We something happened to them. We act like we don't see something happened to them. 
but we're not there to protect our own because even when something is wrong with our sister and we can see this sister is over sexual she's dealing with trauma she's dealing with pain a nigga will put her on a mattress and keep fucking her anyway hey man that's it I ain't finna keep talking that's it black women that's your privacy now you fucking with a black man you finna be you finna be a single parent you own your own and we're going to have to pray that your babies have protection because it's going to be hard out here. It's hard out here, man. A single parent household, nobody's there to watch the children. Once mama goes to work, the child is raising him or herself. Jesus, brother. We got to do. Peace and black power, family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This is real black continents form podcast man this is big vj i get it with you guys later peace